Hey, Damien. What, Sarah? We've got huge news for you Reductress stands out there. Yeah. The Reductress Minute is back on October 6th with new episodes, new hosts, new bits, and some readings from our favorite friends like Lauren Lapkus, Lauren Ashley Smith. Any Lauren we can find. It's short, it's sweet, Yes. and it drops on Wednesday, October 6th. So if you're new here, don't forget to subscribe so you can get it right in your little phone as soon as it comes out. Wow, I can't wait. Here's an old episode just to get you juiced up for what's coming next week, and we hope you enjoy. From Reductress, I'm Rachel Winitsky, and this is the Reductress Minute. On this week's episode, we'll hear pieces read by Rachel Bloom, Bowen Yang, and Catherine Cohen. We try to guess if a man is biking or fucking. We share some affirmations in our dumb, tiny voices. And finally, the whole gang is going to sing a special song that has a little something for nobody. But first, let me introduce my incredible co-host for today, Taylor Guerin. What's going on, Rachel? We went to a concert together. So fun. Um, We were in different sections. We went to a concert at Radio City Music Hall. It was Heim with... Big time opener, Lizzo. Lizzo. We're huge fans of. And Taylor, tell us about your experience of Lizzo. Um, well, <laughs> I showed up a little late because my C train was very delayed. Surprise. Um, and then uh, our, let's say the person who uh, accompanied me to the concert, so as not to blow up any spots, but we decided to smoke weed outside instead of going in promptly. We figured the concert would start a little later. It's Haim and Lizzo. We figured it'd start fashionably late. Uh, no. We were wrong. No. Um, and we saw exactly two Lizzo songs. You saw, you missed it. We missed most of it. Um, but in my defense, I did get a very strong gin and tonic from a very old woman that was working the bar. Oh, thank God. Yeah. So it made it a little bit better. That, a gin and tonic makes everything better, even when you miss Lizzo, who is perfect. Did you get to see her dancers with their naked butts slapping them across, slapping them against the stage? I don't know if I did. I saw them when they were in those big, long white dresses and then oh, ripped them mm-hmm. off at one point and did like a little butt dance. I thought all their butt dances were perfect and it was so inspiring. And as soon as I got home, I slapped my naked butt against the floor. But not against the subway seat because gross. I would literally rather die. All right, Taylor, do you want to tell us what's trending on Reductress this week? Sure thing. Here's what's trending on Reductress this week. Wow, this woman stood in the vast desert and a man still found a way to touch her lower back. Report finds that slapping vagina with dick isn't foreplay. And this maniac woman wears jeans while relaxing at home. Wow, what a nightmare of a person. Hasn't she heard of sweatpants? Uh, apparently not. Like, as soon as I get home, I rip off all my clothes. Same, everything. And then my skin. What? So what are some other news stories? Uh, that's crazy, says friend who isn't listening to you. Man can bike, but can he fuck? And woman finally finds a gym without creepy men. Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah, apparently she didn't. Yeah, because that gym doesn't exist. Right. It doesn't exist, Rachel. Okay, Taylor, relax. I can't. Okay, let's just read a piece then. It's no secret that New York is an expensive city to live in, but some people somehow manage to make it work. Here to read How I Made My Life in New York Work on a $150,000 Salary is Katherine Cohen. How I Made Life in New York Work on a $150,000 Salary. 
Living in New York is a big challenge and requires acceptance of living in moderation. So when I revealed to my closest friends that I only make $150,000 a year over brunch, they laughed and laughed until the waiter came over and said, you girls are too silly. (laughs) But though friends were laughing, they were seriously concerned. How can you afford to buy food for yourself? One friend asked. Are you using a discount car service? Another wondered. But I can reassure them, and anyone reading, that with a little bit of savvy and a lot of DIY, I've been able to live a comfortable and stylish NYC life on a modest salary of 150 k Sure, I've had to make a few sacrifices. I've been in an Uber pool on more than one occasion, and the Wine of the Month subscription service I use is non-organic. Don't tell Stace, lol, she's very allergic. (laughs) Yes. But my friends and family have gotten used to it with time. And mom will even venture out to visit my tiny park slope floor through every few months. No one ever said living $3,000 paycheck to $3,000 paycheck would be easy. But I'm learning how to make it work. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I experience a twinge of envy venturing into some of my friends' Tribeca apartments but I've come to love my thrifty little life. Instead of a matching furniture set, I have a lot of quirky items from Crate and Barrel that aren't bad at all. My kitchen table is actually an old restaurant sign that was handcrafted into a piece of furniture by a very prominent artist. (laughs) Whenever my friends visit, they say, oh, and want to go out tonight? Let's get bottle service. (laughs) See, hashtag that broke life isn't so bad after all. Because of all that I've learned making it on my own these past few years, I'm actually able to give some of my more financially frivolous friends some great advice. I tell everyone I know about this app that automatically saves money every time I buy something. Spend $150 on a DIY class? Whoops, that's $10 in savings. Spend $2,500 on a repurposed old restaurant sign that was made into a table? Gosh, that's $50 in the bank. Swish. (laughs) But I think the best advice I have is to get your parents to add you to their family data plan and to give you a trust fund. That definitely helps. Wink. At the end of the day, my financially constrained lifestyle is a small price to pay for my creative boho job in app marketing. I write this in hope that I can offer advice or for anyone who's struggling financially. If I can make it work making $150,000 a year, you absolutely can. Kisses. Thanks to Loretta Donlin for writing and to Catherine Cohen for reading. Catherine is a comedian, voiceover artist, and amazing singer in NYC. She's also on Twitter at at Kath Cohen. So it can feel great to say daily affirmations to remind yourself that you're a strong, badass bitch. Yeah. Even if you have a voice that's like, you know, kind of stupid and annoying. Yeah. Like, that's okay. We have some great affirmations that you can say even in your grating and idiotic voice. Are you ready for this, Taylor? Yeah, let's do it. All right, people with annoying voices, listen up. Here's the first one. I am worthy. You are worthy. So true. Yeah. Even if you have an annoying voice, you are worthy. You are worthy. Ready? I deserve to love and to be loved. Oh, everyone deserves that. Your voice doesn't matter. It's pretty bad, but it doesn't matter. Here's a good one. I am more than my stupid fucking voice. You truly are. Yeah. Ladies, listen up, because you're more than your stupid fucking voice. (sighs) Okay. When people hear my voice, they run for the hills, but that's okay, because I still deserve respect. 
So true. Even though every time you speak, sheep run away, mm. birds take off. But dogs flock. Dogs flock to you. Confusing. You deserve that respect. Yes, I do. This is a good affirmation, I think, if you have a dumb fucking voice. My voice is a problem, and it's ruining my relationships. See, now that's personal ownership. Mm-hmm. That's it's just growth. stating a fact, and that's a good affirmation. Yeah, especially when you say it in that dumb fucking annoying voice that yeah. you have. Oh my God. Because it just really drives it home. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I will accept the things I cannot change and change the things I cannot accept. But I cannot change my voice. And even though I don't accept it, I will not change it because I physically can't. That's a great affirmation for people whose voices are so fucking annoying. I actually, I think I read that in the Bible, maybe. But yeah, it's from the Bible. It's the Old Testament. But mm-hmm. um, I can even imagine that people's voices were way more annoying back then. So, yeah. We've all heard that men like to be touched down there. But How? How do we do it? Here's Bo and Yang reading How to Touch a Naked Man on His Penis. How to Touch a Naked Man on His Penis. Even though you are a strong, independent, fearless woman, sometimes doing the sex can be scary. Getting naked is easy. But what do you do once both your crotches are out? The answer is simple. Touch him on his penis. Stumped on how to do it? Here are some fun tips on how to touch a naked man and to touch him on the penis. With your hands. You know the hands you have? Those are your hands for penis touching, too. Well, you can use them to do dishes, write a cover letter, pet a llama at a street fair, or point at a falling person. They can also be used to touch a naked man on the penis. The next time your man is naked, reach out with your hands and touch him on the penis. He'll be wowed. With your eyelashes, butterfly kisses. Your man will melt when you gingerly flutter your eyelashes on, you guessed it, his penis. If you didn't guess it, that's okay too. As long as you have a really great man in your life, this will remind him of all the tenderness you've given him, except his feelings will be amplified because his penis is naked and you're touching it. With your butt. Has your man been begging for your back door? That's because he wants to touch it with his penis, which means you are touching his penis with your butt. The hot summer weather is the perfect environment to make your butt super penis touchable. Go outside with your man with your clothes on. Don't even think about sex while you let your crack become warm and inviting. Then, get that man naked and touch his penis with your butt or butthole. Your man will be delighted that you are touching him on his penis with your butt. With your vagina. Ladies, remember middle school? Those were the days of dry humping, which was touching a clothed guy on the penis with your vagina, which was also clothed. Now you can dry hump naked because you're an adult. Now you can touch his penis with your vagina while naked as much as you want. Rub your pubis on his penis over and over until he says yay. And once he says yay, you'll know you've touched a naked man on the penis with your vagina. While doing a joke. A sense of humor is a must in the bedroom. Most girls love guys with a sense of humor. So go on, do a joke. Before going down on his penis, grab it in your hand right next to your mouth, tap the head with your finger and say, is this thing on? And then laugh directly at his naked penis. Guys love a girl who does anything while also touching him on his naked penis. Motorboat him. Did you know that sometimes naked men want you to touch them in places that aren't the penis? It's true. If your man has balls, they should be big enough to motorboat. Cup those balls in your hand and delicately smush your pursed lips against them, wag your head back and forth, and go to town. While doing this, also touch the penis. You did it. Congratulations. You have now touched a naked man on the penis. 
Thanks to Angela Marie DeManti for writing that piece. And of course, thanks to Bowen Yang for reading. Bowen is a writer for Vulture and host of the podcast Los Culturistas. You can find him on Twitter at, at Bowen Yang. All right. So we had a piece on the site last week that asked the age-old question, man can bike but can he fuck? Because lots of men can bike good, but it takes a little effort to find out if he fucks good. So we're going to play a little game where I'm going to play some clips of this guy that I know, and I'm going to make some very important people guess if he's biking or fucking. So to play this game, we have our amazing staff writer, Ava. Hi, Ava. Hi. And also our amazing intern, Carolina. Hi, Carolina. Hello. Um, Okay, so I'm going to play some clips for you. And you guys are going to guess if he's biking, this man is biking or fucking. And um, if you're playing along at home, feel free to uh, shout stuff out to your phone or whatever as well. All right. Here's the first one. Oh, man. What do you guys think? Biking or fucking? Hmm. To me, that's a guy who's... Of course, fucking. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Okay, that's correct. He was fucking. That was really yes. good. Good, okay. Um, okay, here's the next one. Uh-oh. 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 Is he biking or fucking? Mm-hmm. What do you think? It sounded like maybe he was biking. He actually was fucking. Oh. Yeah. yeah, he you was... You could hear the bed <laughs> yeah well actually that was a bike but he was fucking his bike oh. mm-hmm. so and he said uh oh because he got stuck <laughs> all right here's the next one sure here we go oh man that's a tough one that guy is absolutely on a bike going over a Carolina? um i'd say not going over a mountain maybe a bridge but he's definitely on a bike he is biking. You guys are oh, right. Whoa. Good guess. Okay, here's the next one. Oh, boy, I'm going to ride my bike. Ooh, this one's tough. He said, oh, boy, I'm going to ride my bike, but is he? His mm. words are saying one thing, and his tone is saying something completely mm-hmm. different. Yeah. So what do you think, biking or fucking? That guy is fucking. Fucking. You guys, that's so crazy. He literally said he was going to ride his bike. He's riding a bike. <laughs> okay, <laughs> next. So it's bike time, baby bike time baby mm. that could mean anything really that You're sounded so right. like a race that sounded like a bike race can we cute he, he was fucking oh my bike God. Time, baby. <laughs> yeah let's hear it a couple more times it's bike time baby that's a fuck. Yeah, that's a fuck. That's a fuck. So he's so fucking <laughs> he is fucking um and i think we have one more oh we have two more this is sex for me what do you think? This is, is sex for me. That guy's in bed and having sex. Fucking, yeah. No, he's riding his bike. He's Rachel, clearly riding his bitch. bike. <laughs> I believe That's him riding, riding his bike. bike. <laughs> All right, let's see if you guys can get this last one. Uh, that guy came. <laughs> yep, that was the sound of a man coming. <laughs> Wow, thank you guys so much for playing this game. I Uh, guess that guy really can do it all. Here to read, I may not be the prettiest girl at the bar, but I'm also not the smartest, is Rachel Bloom. Putting yourself out there can be hard, especially when you're someone who is constantly comparing yourself to other women. I'm trying to put myself out there a little more these days because I've come to accept my shortcomings as well as my strengths. Sure, I may not be the prettiest girl at the bar, but you know what? 
I'm also not the smartest. I'm done standing back quietly while other more conventionally attractive girls find love. After all, making a real connection with another human being is about more than just looks. For example, a lot of people in this bar will value intelligent conversation over a pretty face, and I just happen to have neither of those things really going on for me right now. That's just something I've learned to love about myself. Now, I'm not saying I'm dumb. I have a job and a degree. But am I the smartest girl in this bar? Definitely not. Am I the most beautiful? Wow, <laughs> wow, not by a long shot. If what you're looking for is very pretty or extremely smart, you should check out those girls over there. Like, I don't need to hand out an IQ test, but there's no way I'm the smartest girl here. Last week, I was playing a trivia game with my friends, and I thought chickens were mammals. <laughs> Dumb, right? <sighs> the point is, no woman is just one thing. We all have multitudes. Am I using that word correctly? Multitudes? Multitudes. Multitudes. Anyway, we're more than just our faces and our bodies. Like, I'm also fierce, brave, and funny. Am I the fiercest, bravest, or funniest girl at this specific bar? Fuck no! Maybe at another bar, but honestly, no, probably not. And that's okay. That's feminism. I think. I don't know. When it comes down to it, we should all be grateful for what we have and learn to love ourselves for who we are. I don't have to be the most gorgeous girl at this bar to know that I deserve love and will love someone more fiercely than anybody else. And I don't have to be the smartest girl at this bar to see that every woman deserves love. And it's a good thing too, because I am definitely neither of those things. Not even close. Wow. Thank you so much to Rachel Bloom for reading. Rachel, of course, is the creator and star of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend on The CW. It's an amazing show. And she also, if we're being honest, won a Golden Globe. Well, that's all the news for the week. But since this is our last episode of the season, we here at Redactress wanted to do something special. Something just a little unique that we really think has a little something for nobody out there. We love covers of popular songs that are meant for basically no one. And for that reason, we got everyone in the office together and are now about to do an acoustic cover of your favorite song from 2014, Uptown Funk by Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars. This hit that ice cold, Michelle five for that white gold. This one for them hood girls, them good girls, great masterpieces. Styling, wiling, living it up in the city. Got Chuck's on with St. Laurent. Got kiss myself. I'm so pretty. I'm too, too hot. Hot damn. Called a police and a fireman. Too hot. Hot damn. Met like a dragon when to retire, man. I'm too hot. Hot damn. Say the name, you know who I am. I'm too hot. Hot. And I'm bad about that money. Break it down. Girls hit your hallelujah. Whoa. Girls hit your hallelujah. Girls, take your hallelujah. Cause uptown funk, come give it to you. 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 Don't believe me, just watch. Come on. Uptown funk you up. Uptown funk you up. Say what? Uptown funk you up. Uptown funk you up. Gonna funk you up. Uptown funk you up. Uptown funk you up. Uptown funk you up. Uptown funk you up. I feel sufficiently fun.
had a little something for nobody, didn't it, girls? That was too fun. We should do that next year. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for spending a minute with us. If you have another minute, consider visiting us at Reductress.com for more incredible content, including how to be there for your boyfriend, even though he just got fired from a very simple job, how to find love, but then promptly fuck it up, and how to grind that dick until he politely says, when? Thank you to our amazing readers, Catherine Cohen, Bowen Yang, and Rachel Bloom, and our writers, Keisha Whitaker, Loretta Donlin, and Angela Marie DeManti. Special thanks to my dear friend, Rob Rodams, for jumping right in and playing that amazing guy biking and fucking. And of course, thank you to our entire staff for singing that incredible song that nobody asked for and everybody hated. Bye, babies. Bye, babies.